Hey, everybody, welcome to today's episode of Cut the Bullshit. I'm so excited to be here with Thomas Dong. Tom, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Great to have you on the show. Give us a little bit of a background for those of you who don't know you. Yeah, so uh, I'm leading up marketing right now at a Series A startup called NetSpring, uh, exciting new entrant in the product analytics space, re reimagining um, really a decades-old category uh, with a modern data stack approach. So we're built on a cloud data warehouse. We compute directly on top of that. Um, and we're um, aggressively replacing um, you know, these data silos that have hindered uh, many product and growth teams who you know, wanted to look beyond just product data. You know, they wanted to look across the entire customer journey. And it's uh, an exciting time for us. Uh, obviously, you know, the economic headwinds would um, suggest otherwise. Uh, and we, we've uh, obviously been facing challenges of our own. Uh, but for me, it's been an exhilarating journey here uh, as a product marketer, now taking the reins, uh, running all of marketing for NetSpring. Uh, and we're going to get to that topic in just a second. But before we do, I got a question for you. Give us a fun or interesting uh, fact about yourself. Fun fact. So, um, you know, as a, a product marketer, an engineer turned product marketer, fun fact about me is I actually uh, had aspirations to be um, in uh, in film at one point right. and journalism as well. So everything's kind of coming together, kind of the creative side uh, yeah. of an analytical thinker. Uh, so I was a featured extra in a movie called Spy Kids that okay. came out in, um, I think, 1999 now. Uh, so we're within the first uh, two minutes, you don't have to watch the whole movie. Uh, I think it's still on Netflix. Uh, I'm on in the first two minutes. Um, I'm holding up a sign uh, as a chauffeur as Antonio Banderas walks by me. You know, that's what I'm going to be doing tonight. For sure, I'm going to pull that movie <laughs> Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> All right. So let's get straight to it. I mean, you talked to me earlier. You came from product marketing. You started out as an engineer by trade, right? By training, um, went into product marketing, and now you're head of marketing. And that transition is difficult. And it's not that common. It's becoming a little more common nowadays. But until mm -hmm. a few years ago, that wasn't very common. Now, I'm actually the same uh, kind of path that you have. I was an organic chemist product marketer and a head of marketing. So we have that a bit in common. Um, how did you how did you swing that? Tell us, <laughs> how did you manage to do that? Yeah, so uh, interesting, I was hired on as a VP of product marketing. Um, and I think when you have tech founders, um, everything just gets lumped in as marketing, right? So there's marketing in your title, you do some marketing, you can do all kinds of marketing. Um, but I think the reality is um, here in Silicon Valley, a lot of VCs were recognizing that for early stage startups, that first marketing hire needs to be a product marketer, right? You could hire a demand gen specialist, but then what are you scaling? Right? Yeah. Until you have your positioning and messaging correct, um, you can't even run campaigns without content, right? So product marketing uh, is, is really key. And so that's presented challenges to me um, kind of professionally and in my career, because as a product marketer, uh, you and I both well know that we have hands in with product management, with engineering, we work with marketing and demand gen, analyst relations, you name it. So we have certainly an appreciation for it um, and kind of the what you need to do. But when you actually get your hands dirty in it, you, you realize that there is such high levels of specialization required to do SEO effectively, to build web pages and the website, you know, the list goes on and on and on. 
Um, and in, in these startup environments, you know, when you are both resource constrained and cash constrained to some extent, the challenge is how much do you do on your own? How much do you figure out how to do on your own? You bootstrap with contractors here and there. I've been very lucky that I started with a full service agency finally, and that has solved some problems, but also created additional challenges. Um, but, you know, as a kind of that startup mentality, startup hustle, you figure out um, and uh, uh, you get things done. And it's, it's certainly been very challenging and, and rewarding um, knowing that I'm probably learning something new every day. So, so to that point, I mean, what was your biggest challenge? I mean, especially coming through that product marketing. By the way, I agree with you. Product marketing should be your first hire. I used to sit on the fence. No longer. I agree with you fully. Um, uh, what was your biggest challenge in that, in that regard? I think the biggest challenge was just the ability to manage that necessary balance between the strategic side of things and the execution side of things. Because the reality is execution takes a long time, mm -hmm. right? When you're dealing with a creative agency on multiple iterations on a graphic to build a web page and getting reviews of that, you know, thinking about uh, organic SEO, um, that's why they're full-time jobs, right? Yeah. And, and in, you know, most full, fully staffed marketing organizations, they're very large because you have all these different people managing all these aspects of it. So it was really just time management for me that became the biggest thing. And then I think kind of the uh, ensuing challenge with kind of that time crunch is in marketing, there's so much need for experimentation. Yeah. Right. And so when when you're so constrained, you don't have the ability to experiment. And a lot of times in this fail fast world that we live in, right, it's like, oh, well, that didn't work. Well, let's, you know, you know, let's 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 end that campaign. But the reality is it's oftentimes it takes six months to pay mm -hmm. off on things, but oh, I'm duration. just finding that, yeah. yeah, I don't have that six months yeah. ever. It's like one month and then let's, let, let's review and, and switch course, but you never really have enough time to build uh, momentum and, and really fully test things out. Any, any experiments that you can tell us about that worked or maybe that didn't work either or? Um, well, I think they're probably very specific to my business, you know, just in terms of, you know, which competitors to go after, Mm. Um, and, um, you know, just playing, playing around with that and specific messaging and competitive positioning, you know, there's different ways to approach it. Do you go after cost? Do you go after features and functionality? What are people looking for? Um, there's also testing that we need to do across different personas, just given the nature of our offering being, um, warehouse native, we, we have a value proposition for the data engineering side of the house. Sure. And then you have obviously the end users on the business side of the house. Right. So just the ability to fully test messaging for both and run full-fledged campaigns for both has been very difficult. I'm sure quite difficult. But also it takes a product marketer to see that and to get it, right? And that's where I think your kind of background probably fit in well. Um, certainly when I came into where I am now, it was the same deal. It's like, what's our messaging? To who do we need to talk to say what, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, because your I, ICP kind of can morph depending on who you talk to, especially oh, yeah. in the early stages, right? You have a lot, lot of very low numbers early on, and you you get kind of get caught. And well, you know, I talked to one prospect, and it was a data engineer who loved us. And you talk to another prospect, and it's like, oh, the product, the chief product officer loved us. And then you have to kind of think really quickly. It's, okay, where well, where I'm gonna where am I gonna invest that ten thousand dollars in LinkedIn advertising? Do exactly. I go after that audience or that audience? Yeah, exactly. So, so would 
what would you would you recommend your path to somebody else who's starting like let's say 10 years past you know behind you what would you say to them I would say so. You know, I, I say this as um, kind of a, a a very proud product marketer. Um, I've enjoyed my career journey, and it's not like any of us ever went to school said, "I'm going to grow up. I'm going to be a product marketer." Um, it just happened that I took a path uh, into product management uh, as a technical product manager, um, and then just as you kind of <laughs> at some point you almost age out of that. Yeah. I find. Um, and, and that's not to say because you have obviously career product managers, but you kind of have to make a decision. And when after my company got acquired by IBM, I was forced to make a decision because in this large organization, there was a distinction between product management and product marketing. Right. And I had to decide. And so I'm very happy with my decision because um, I wanted to be much more customer facing than release focused. Um and so that has allowed me to prosper and, you know, really build on kind of the business acumen, you know, the writing skills, the, the, the narrative design and storytelling that, that I really enjoy doing. And um, that makes you such a strong ally to your executives because they look to you for go-to-market strategy. Uh, but then as you work with product management as a, you know, coming from the technical side, you know, helps you relate to them as they manage the, the, the roadmap. And then especially for marketing, right? When you're working, um, especially when you're working with more junior campaign people, helping them write emails to add copy. Um, you know, I, I actually enjoy that, enjoying doing that. Um, and so kind of coming into this role um, and going a little bit deeper on all aspects of marketing has been really rewarding. And it's, I think it's an easier transition as a product marketer to learn demand gen than it is for demand gen to learn product marketing. Fully, fully convinced of that myself as well. Very cool. All right. So a slight change of uh, direction here. Let me ask you a different question. Think back about your career. What's a key failing shortcoming that you've experienced from which you learned yeah. something new? Yeah. Yeah. There, well, there's probably a few, but the one that I like to share with, with my mentees is around managing up. It's probably the hardest thing to do uh, kind of when you're young and exuberant and you're super confident, maybe a little overconfident right. uh, in, in the way you think. And, you know, as I evolved my career, you realize that executives have to balance a lot of different objectives. Mm -hmm. um, and when you're kind of individual contributor, it may seem like your objective is the only one that matters. But in the big picture, it may not. Right. So you have to know how to kind of throttle that back and, you know, have an open mind about things and recognize um, that, you know, the, your, your your boss and your boss's boss and people above you are, are managing a very uh, complex business. Right. And, you know, just to be, be careful of that so you don't come across um, uh, kind of negatively to the executives. You know, you have to buy in. You have to know how to say yes. I think that was one thing that I, I learned. Um, uh, it was a very difficult lesson for me. Um, you know, there is a way to say no. It's a qualified no, but you can never kind of just, you know, flat out say, no, I, I don't agree because um, it begins to look unprofessional. You just have to be able to say yes, but, you know, here's how else I'm thinking about it. Maybe some alternatives that that should be considered as well, but never do a flat out no. <laughs> that that doesn't carry over well. Wise yeah. words indeed, for sure. We've all been there. Very cool. Tom, thank you so much for being on this show.
Hey, I really appreciate it. It was really fun to to reconnect and, and chat. And uh, I love the concept of your cut the bullshit uh, show and newsletter. Everybody's got to sign up and, and read that every week. Every, is it every week now? Uh, so far, the newsletter is once a month. Let's yeah, once see a if month. I can get the bandwidth for every week. That's a big undertaking. We'll yeah. see. Um, but yeah, once a month. But, you know, uh, for everybody who's listening, Tom is on LinkedIn. Thomas Dong on LinkedIn. Follow him for sure. I follow him. I learn a lot. So um, thanks again for being on. Yeah, it was great. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.